Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Numbers 12, 2. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Numbers 12, 2. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses, they asked. Hasn't he also spoken through us? And the Lord heard this. What do you do when you're in a high-stakes situation and you're not sure the person in charge is leading your organization, your, your team, or maybe your family well? Maybe you even tried to talk to them to help them understand the dangers of a particular situation, but they didn't listen. Do you go above their heads or try to gather your allies so that together you can force their hand? If you're a parent or have ever held a management position during times of uncertainty, chaos, or crisis, you know a person must display a great deal of bravery in order to lead others well. You've probably also experienced the anxiety that can come when we find ourselves in the opposite position. In some circumstances, like when you're wandering around the desert wilderness without a convenience store or vending machine in sight, it can take even more courage to follow someone else because that requires relinquishing control. And often when our fears most entice us to retain a tight grip on our lives and our journeys. The Israelites whom God through Moses liberated from Egypt, they didn't seem to place much faith in him or the God who had assigned his role. Whenever challenges hit, their anxiety, which probably simmered below the surface from the moment they left Egypt, it escalated to the point that they felt they were going to die. They cried out again and again, in essence saying, are you trying to kill us? If only you had left us alone in our slavery. Now imagine how Miriam, Moses' older sister, felt, sandwiched between her brother and this angry and panicked crowd, called to follow her brother while simultaneously helping to lead. And based on her actions in Numbers 12, at some point in their long, hot desert journey, her pride or her fear or maybe both convinced her that enough was enough. And she began plotting a takeover, which would have been the equivalent of treason 
enticing Aaron, the middle sibling, to go along. And it's easy to understand why. After having spent a year at Mount Sinai, where the people had probably begun to feel settled, they set out once again, walking day after day further from Egypt with its fig trees and Nile River. As they continued deeper into the wilderness without any indication of how much further they still had to go, the people grew thirsty. And after three days of no water, frightened and crabby. So they complained, voicing the familiar mantra, did you bring us here to die if only we had stayed in Egypt? God responded by sending them quail along with a deadly plague. Then the people traveled about 40 miles to a place called Hazareth, where they stayed for some time. And there, stuck in the wilderness with all these crabby, frightened people, many of whom were probably complaining to Miriam and Aaron, just as they were to Moses, upset people have a tendency to vent to whomever will listen. And like I said, at this point, it seems Miriam had had enough. Frustrated, offended, or maybe frightened herself, she and her brother Aaron began to criticize God's chosen leader. Now, we know that God had spoken through Miriam as well. Scripture calls her a prophet, after all, a prophet appointed by God himself, no less, assigned to help her brother Moses not usurp him. Hearing their criticism, the Lord responded quickly, firmly, and publicly by infecting Miriam with leprosy. The woman who sought to elevate herself was forced to remain outside the camp, quarantined for seven days. Now that might seem like harsh treatment, but consider the damage her and Aaron could have done had God not intervened. The distrust that would have swept through the camp during a time when the people needed to depend on Moses for their very survival. Although we don't know all the facts fueling Miriam's behavior, I suspect she was tired, frustrated, uncertain, and frightened. At least that's how I probably would have felt had I been in her situation. Regardless, her statement unchecked could have increased her people's doubts to dangerous proportions. God will never encourage us to triangulate, gossip, or slander one of his servants. Our words affect others, which is why we must exercise extra caution when we're upset, tired, or afraid. When our emotions are high, may we learn to seek God's will and his heart before we speak. Only he knows when we should remain silent and pray, when we should politely but firmly confront, and when we should act. However he guides us, may we find peace knowing we are held secure by our faithful and sovereign God, the one who will never leave, abandon, or forsake those he loves. Let's pray. Father, in a world of good, of bad, of honorable and corrupt leaders, life can feel confusing. When problems and challenges hit, our fears can entice us to fight for control, forgetting that you remain sovereign always. Help us to remember that. Help us to trust in that. Quiet our fears. Increase our confidence, not in our earthly leaders, Lord, not in our earthly systems, but in you, the God who reigns over all. The next time someone in authority makes a decision we disagree with, remind us to turn to you first, expressing our emotions not to everybody else who will listen, but instead to you. You can handle our venting, Lord, and you have perfect 
perception, perfect wisdom. You are the only one who can do anything about the situations that bring us such fear. Remind us of that and help us to turn to you and help us to seek your wisdom and your perspective. Knowing you alone see the situation clearly. You see everything that's up ahead and you see every step we need to take along the way. And ultimately you are going to bring us safe and secure to yourself because that's what you have promised. Help us to keep our focus on you and the promise of heaven where we will spend our eternity. It is in the name of your victorious son that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com.